Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Harden, and today we're talking about 10 ways you can make your holiday in 2020 meaningful and fun. This has been such a difficult year for so many of us as we embrace not only the wonderful parts about the holidays and Christmas and all that means, but we also have to look square in the face of the things that we can't understand, like the problem of pain and COVID. And that's been hard. So I want to help you guys, and I have my daughter Hannah on with me in a little while too, to understand that you can create a meaningful holiday and it can be rich and deep and beautiful still, even through the hard days. I'd like to take a moment of silence with you as we remember those who have been working hard in the teaching and healthcare communities and otherwise, and also just to honor those that have lost their lives this holiday or this year because of COVID. So let's take a moment. And even if this is a moment that you're honoring somebody who's lost their life in another way, it's also okay to do that. So let's just take a moment to do that together first. Okay, well, great, you guys, that you are going to, even in our 10 tips, do a little more of that. But we also want you to make sure that in these deep breath moments that you are having times to reflect on the blessings and the gratitudes of this year. And before we get started, a couple of quick announcements. Thank you so much for sharing with me the ideas you have for future podcasts in 2021. We could take up the entire year with Enneagram Glow, but we're not going to because we have so many great marriage topics to cover. If I cover 45 pairings over a year, we're going to miss out on all the important marriage topics we're going to need. So you guys padded us with some great show ideas of what you want to hear. Please keep sending them in. The podcast contest is going on just a little bit longer. As we get close to Christmas, it is creeping up and we are going to creep right up to our one year anniversary. So we'll celebrate that some more next week. But I'm thankful. This has been a year where I've gotten to uh, get to know a lot of you in new ways and you've been so vulnerable with me and I'm just so grateful. I'm also extra happy to be bringing a teen onto the show today to help me to talk about marriage and family ideas because teens have been a bit of our heroes this year too. Most of the time we think of the teen years as being the most selfish years and I've seen a lot of bravery amongst our teens this year. I don't know if you have as well, but I think they're doing better than the adults at large because they are being so sacrificial for their elderly. They're wearing their masks without much complaint and they're just doing life in a way and in a time when it's already hard and awkward. So I'm super happy to have Hannah with me today in a moment. But I also just want to let you guys know I'm praying for you over this week. Please send me prayer requests. I will be toning it down a bit because I want to enjoy my holiday after today, actually after Monday. I'm taking a few days with my family. So I'm just so excited about that because it's my favorite time right before Christmas is just that preparation, as I've said, and wrapping gifts and all the things we're going to be talking about today that if we're too busy, we can entirely miss. So try not to be too busy. Try to let your last few days of work wrap up. If you're a healthcare hero and you're still working, thank you so much. Or another kind of hero in the food services or mail carrying to the last minute. We're thinking about you. We love you so much. And I hope you have such a blessed Christmas. Real quick before I bring Hannah on, 
don't forget to spend fun time with your spouse this year because they need it and you need it. And I don't want you to forget each other in your hustle and bustle of your kids shopping or your parents shopping or going between in-laws or divorced families. Just remember this person, even if they say they don't want a gift, Make sure you celebrate them and their love language in another way. I know that for us, I asked Wes for a date night this weekend, and he's excited about me serving him in his love languages. So I think that that's really making me feel good about checking that box of, I am thinking about my person, and I'm not going to let that slip away just because of some hallmark idea about what my kid's Christmas tree needs to look like or some random thing like that. So make sure you do not forget your person. They are here with you. They love you. And if you don't have a person yet, then you can dream of a white Christmas, and you can get into that fun mode of one day my person and I will do this, but you just be present with your people this year and with yourself, and don't forget to balance out your self-care too. I've been thankful to be able to do those exercises daily and it's keeping me as healthy as I can be. And that's what I want for you. Just as healthy as you can be serving the world, serving your spouse and taking some time for you. So now I'm going to bring Hannah on. Welcome, Hannah. So happy to have you. I'm so glad to be here. My big semester of dual enrollment has finally finished and I'm enjoying Christmas break so far. I'm so excited for the holiday season. I am so excited you're done, sweetie. It's been such an insane semester with driver's ed and your 15th birthday and trying to do all that during COVID, which you did beautifully. As I was just sharing before, you teenagers are impressing me so much. Thank you. Yes. And now you did good on your college. I was so grateful. And at first we were kind of like, oh my gosh, why did we sign you up for three classes? Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. I know. At first, we were kind of like, we'll be able to handle it. It'll be fine. And then as we got into it, we were like, okay, not so fine. It's okay, though. Right. We kept trying to reframe, but we're like, help. And then we tried to get out of the third one. And the college uh, registrar was like, nope, you have to take it. So if any of you guys have struggled with that, too, I feel you. I can relate. Yes. And she's an overachiever. So she was like, I want really good grades, but you did so well. I'm so impressed and I'm so thankful that you managed to carry out balance. I hope all of us can say the same when we are in stressful moments that we didn't give over to it wholly, but that we still got self-care and emotional self-care. So I'm just happy you're done and I'm happy you're here with me. Yes. And I'm really excited to get talking about our top 10 favorite holiday COVID friendly things that we can do this season, even though sometimes have been hard this year, a lot actually. We are so excited to get talking about these things to bring a little joy. Yes, and what we have is our list that we've come up with, and we've been really thoughtful about it, and I hope it's a good balanced list. Hannah, what do we have as number one on the list? Our family loves to do um, Christmas Eve PJs and a fun movie that usually the family picks out together or the parents pick out, and us kids always love looking forward to finding out what it is. This year, we actually helped picking out the movie, and we decided on Home Alone 2, which is one of our favorites, so we're so excited. Yeah, they couldn't accept my rationalizations this year for why I would be picking out the movie, so they revolted, and they were like, I'm like, no, it's like when my best friend who was a four when I was little, she was like, I'm taking over, like, you can no longer dominate me, and I was like, oh, snap, you guys were like that about the Christmas movie, so, but you picked Home Alone 2, I love it. I know. I always love the Christmas PJs that you guys pick out for us too. My sister loves her silk fluffy robes that are just her favorite. She 
demands one every single year and it's so fun because she's our type nine of the family so she loves comfort so she's like i need to get all out for this somebody give me my robe and my dog and my tea and i'll be good exactly and she's just dealing this year because she has braces too now but we're like oh second round of braces she always has a lot so she needs her comforts and we have you know i can tell you guys this we will take care of her with her desires for her special comforts. I won't say anything more because she'll probably hear this episode, but we love her. Yes. And Hannah always doesn't say what she needs. And it's so sweet about this. And we'll get to what she likes too. But Hannah always just accepts whatever pajamas I give her. So that's one of, we'll talk about your issue. No, I'm just (laughs) I'm just joking. So that's a fun one that you guys can do. If you're thinking, oh man, it's so different this year. Don't forget that one that you guys as adults can say we have a new Christmas PJ set that we're going to get as a couple and just be silly with it and fun. Or if you have a family with kids, do that too. But don't forget a fun movie or pajama time for Christmas Eve. Yeah, absolutely. Another fun thing that's our number two on our list is going to see Christmas lights, which is really COVID friendly because you just stay in your car. And so it's really fun to look at the different houses around the neighborhood or other neighborhoods. Or if you live in more of a secluded area, like go somewhere, like go in your car, get your family and your PJs and just go have fun and listen to Christmas carols. That's one of our favorite things. Yes, it is. And we put the carols on, like you said, in the car. And then we also have hot cocoa while we're driving. So we make it a really special night. And that way we get to extend the night even farther past the movie or do that right before the movie. But it's a really special time to talk about what our favorite houses are. Our neighborhood used to do a trolley ride where they would have a Christmas light contest and they do have a contest this year but we're definitely not going to be in the running. I know our house is not too great this year which we're kind of bummed about but we actually got some inflatables one of Buddy the Elf and another I believe of Charlie Brown Christmas so mm-hmm. I really like inflatables they're so fun. Yes and you're right. I'm about the trolley not happening anymore but at least we have the voting that's still fun. Yes and it's really cute like I said we're not going to be in it this year because we had a total Chevy Chase moment where yeah her dad was putting up the lights and he went for once I mean of course being a health care hero he was like out of it but he put the lights up and they don't work the ones on the house like half of them are like broken and none of them are lit up so we're just like you know it's fine he just left them up he didn't even take them down or replace them he's like i'm done right he's just done this year he's like i have a lot of covid patients again and i am just working so hard so we get it but we're just like trying to cheer him and keep him at peace and doing our best to, you know, honor just the hard work he's doing to keep people healthy this year in a different way. Like normally we always want to honor each other as humans just because, but this year we're like, okay, he needs extra care. So we're not going to say anything about the lights. Whereas normally I'd be like, honey, when are you going to change those lights? Yeah, absolutely. As a one, we're trying to give him grace because we don't want him to get too overwhelmed with anything. And we know that Christmas lights are hard to put up. Like it was hard for him to put them up on the roof so it's a challenge but they're also really fun to have and the number three on our list is the christmas eve service which is one of my favorites Yes, Hannah was so sad we're not going to be going to our mega church for Christmas Eve service this year. And even though Wes is a social subtype, so this was extremely hard for him to say. He was like, I don't think we should do that. I think we need to go to our smaller church and 
you know, take the time with the planned out service where they're doing a lot of social distancing and wear our masks, but still gather together. And everyone's making their decisions differently. Some of you haven't left the home. Some of you are totally out there, but this is just our family's way. So make sure you choose your family's way. I have a whole mini episode on when to come out of quarantine. Well, obviously we're all so thankful and excited that vaccines are being made available for those people who are especially desperate for them, like the yes. healthcare workers. Some of my clients got them this week. Um, we also had a lot of elderly people starting to get them and line up. So we're grateful, but it's still a time of weirdness. So make sure that you're honoring to everybody in your family about their comfort levels, about Christmas Eve service. And you can do one at home online if you guys are deciding that you really want that moment together. You can take communion together right from your home. I know oh, yeah. Tolkien, my favorite author, said that he felt that communion was the thing that kept him the closest to God regularly and blessed him in every area of life. So don't forget to take time with God to honor him no matter what you're doing for service. But yes, Hannah, I'm so bummed that you didn't get your tradition there. Honestly, I really like how you brought up the idea of doing online service because if you get your candles at home and you can have your cocoa while watching service, like enjoy it and as much as it's a struggle and it's different it is going to be fun i am looking forward to even still having a service which won't be as like huge or as dramatic and wild as our other huge mega church it'll still be a really good time it'll give me the ability to just focus on the real meaning of even going to the church service and really sinking with the message opposed to all the huge lights and everything so i'm really looking forward to it oh that makes me happy it's giving you time to be more deep and meaningful. So the next thing on our list is honoring the missing family members that you have. I think that's been the hardest thing for me this year is really missing my parents because of course I have a lot of great memories and I've been sharing with clients this week who have shared their stories that they're missing people and some of you have had miscarriages or other losses or you've got missing family members, grandparents, parents. Several of my clients this week lost people this week due to COVID. So we really want to remember them and to celebrate their lives. One way I do this is we light candles for family members who have gone on before us and just take a moment to reflect on them. As I've shared, my teta, my great auntie from Croatia said, just light a candle for me every once in a while. That will make me feel good knowing that you'll do that. I think that's a great way to honor people. And it's also important that you really do take some time to reflect on just your sadness to let that in and to take some time away from people if you want, but not too far away because I've also had couples this week who have said, let me be part of your grief and don't keep me out. And I know one thing I do with my family is when I'm overcome with the overwhelmingness of grief, I tell them or I at least tell Wes and Hannah always can tell like it's, uh, it's difficult because I don't want to share with my child but you're always uh, like, how do you do that? Well, I don't know. I feel like as a four, I'm feeling a lot of emotions already. So then when I see somebody else who maybe isn't even trying to show their emotions, at least I can see that they're there, you know? Yeah, you're really good for that. And you bring me that reminder that my feelings are there. Sometimes you know them before I know them. It's insane. Yeah, I feel like in the Christmas season, we're trying to make it all joyful and happy when really like we might need our time of grieving and that just process of remembering we did have good times, but it's definitely hard and it's a challenge to go on without some of our loved ones. 
It is. And sometimes the memories aren't all good. And we have complicated trauma memories from childhood or other times. So I want you to give yourself some space. And if your therapist isn't available, make sure you text 741741 because that's a national hotline 24 hours a day that you can talk to people about your stress. And of course, I told my clients, if you need me an emergency, contact me, but I am taking the holiday off. It's important that you have a place where you can reach out because we're not perfect creatures and it's a really hard year in some ways. So don't feel bad if you're crying sometimes. I do want you to understand you can compartmentalize it to a degree and probably need to just for the fact that perhaps you are grieving, but your kids or your spouse says, can you come back to me for a little while, even if it's hard? And if you just lost somebody, you're not going to be able to. But if you've had some time and you're in the the second year of your loss or, you know, you're past the first month, you'll probably be able to say, you know what? Yes, I can give some time to this, but I can give some time to other things too. So don't be hard on a spouse who's grieving. But if you're the spouse who's grieving, let people in a little bit so they know what you need when you're going through a trial. Yes, the Christmas season can definitely be a time of missing our lost loved ones, but also missing our family members or friends who are far away from us because with COVID, we haven't really been able to fly and travel as much to celebrate the holidays with our close friends. And so I think that's definitely been a struggle, but don't forget FaceTime is definitely always an option when you want to still celebrate with people. That's true. And we can be so inner, like at least I can, where I'm just enjoying you guys and watching the movies that sometimes I'm not thinking about. There's a bunch of people I love that I need to FaceTime. So I'm really glad that you're so thoughtful. And you always remind us of that, Hannah, of the people in our lives. And dad is really good about that too, who we need to connect with. So that's a perfect reminder for people as part of the honoring missing family members, even the missing family members who are are just out of your presence right now or people in the military that are not with you right now because of that. Thank you so much, by the way, to all the military families. Oh, yes. Thank you. Yeah. So number five on the list is decorating your home, which is another one of my favorites. I actually love all of these, but still, this <laughs> one's really fun because <laughs> it just gets you in the Christmas spirit so much. Yes. And this is your four wing three coming out. You really love this. And you're very, you're like I was saying, Melody likes her cozy things. You like your brands. You like your looks. So Hannah is so aesthetic and she brings a lot of that. Thank God to my home, which is otherwise (laughs) just me in the corner, like in my head and not even caring what my surroundings look like. And you're right there to decorate the interior of the home. So tell us how can we do that if we're the type of person who maybe doesn't know how to do that, but wants to have a little bit of that in their lives. Well, I feel like you're right. It is sort of about name brands sometimes for us fours or threes or actually all types. You know, sometimes we just want those name brands, but I also really think that it's important to just enjoy decorating your home with things that are just unique to you. Whatever you find, maybe you found it at Goodwill or a thrift store, like whatever makes something in your home feel unique and special and meaningful to you, decorate your home with that. Like candles are so fun for me. I love the Christmas scented candles and decorating it with like holly and just lights. Even inside we have some lights. So I think that's definitely really fun. 
I love that you brought up that we have lights inside. Yay. That's one of my favorite (laughs) things. Everybody, I did show my tree. I need to show it again. It's literally insane. Yeah, we have like sections of the tree that are like the travel section. And Melody has this whole section that's just for her. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. (laughs) It's like got these purple sparkly ornaments. And it's just I love the tree, honestly. It's messy, but it's it's us. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And so make it your own. That's a really good point you made with this is it doesn't have to be so aesthetic. Like even oh, yeah. Hannah's room is super aesthetic and cute, but then it's just messy because it's oh our life. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm actually not great at cleaning. I do like to make things look nice, mm-hmm. but for some reason when it comes to my own room, I'm just not very good at cleaning it so and I don't care and her dad doesn't care like we're just like you know what if we're having guests over depending on even who the guests are a lot of the time uh, most of your friends are like we already know (laughs) you're not yeah Yeah. they're very used to it and we have a home where a lot of her friends do come so they're used to it and it's been so hard and different this year because of COVID with friends but we're still having our pod of people come and that's been so much fun Yeah, I've really been liking that. And also making Christmas cards has been really fun because my dad's work had like a Christmas card making competition sort of. And we just had fun trying out different things, my siblings and I. Yes, and that's number six, actually, because we know that some of my clients have really enjoyed doing that. I was telling Hannah that a lot of you guys, I noticed especially ones, even my old boss, who is a supervisor to my first marriage and family therapy training, she loves to do beautiful cards and she puts sparkles and sequins in them. And I look forward to her and her husband. He's a book editor. Every year they write the most beautiful Christmas letter. And I'm already looking forward to it. I'm so grateful because it's very eloquent with him being an author and witty. He's a nine. And then with her beautiful one decor, because she goes to four with that too. It is just everything. So ones, fours, others of you who love making cards, twos, make sure you don't forget this. This is something you can still do. And then back to the people who need you the most. A lot of people need cards who don't even know you very well. They're on the fringe. Maybe you know them through Facebook. Ask them for their address and send them something because they might not now these last few days of the holidays have much going on or even just a New Year's card to say, I'm thinking about you. That goes a long way, especially for those who don't have anybody right now. I really love that idea of giving cards to people who you might not even know personally, but they're still maybe grieving this holiday season or they're going through a rough patch. It's really important to reach out to them, even though you might feel uncomfortable. It's really important. So I love that idea. Yeah, we push past our discomforts a lot in this family. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but it's 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 good. It's really good and creates a a much deeper love for others when we do that. So don't forget those people, guys, especially the last minute quarantiners. I know we're all going to have them. It could be us where last minute we can't go to that Christmas Eve service because we were exposed. It's been such a big pandemic right now that everything's last minute. Everything is changing all the time. And you might think I love that as a seven, but my six wing is like, no. So I'm having the same thing as you guys. We're all having to adjust. But what's number seven, Hannah? Well, it's making cookies and cocoa. Our family always does uh, 12 batches of cookies, actually. Different kinds, all of them. And usually we never really can finish them all because (laughs) we kind of like back out and get tired or like my mom will just be finishing them on her own because us kids quit. But it's still really fun. I love getting to pick out the different kinds. Somebody is usually delirious by the end. Like we're like insane. Yeah, like Melody will go like this year. I noticed her Thanksgiving was like 
very impressive with how much she was able to do. So I feel like she may be able to truck through it. Yeah, Hannah will probably say, Melody, I want these cookies. You love to tell her when she says, I want you to make... And then I'll just like kind of back out after like three <laughs> yes and she always says melody i want these cookies and she always tells her what she wants well i mean melody's <laughs> just such a good baker i'm like geez you can't be that good and then not make cookies every day like, <laughs> this is so four and nine right here guys for the four nine couples out there it's so true though and melody loves it you do and you will do dishes occasionally um well <laughs> you know Sort of. I'm the family dish doer, but what I love is telling Hannah, go make the house pretty. So back to that, you know, she does that. I'm like, here, I'll do these dirty, disgusting dishes. You go make the house look pretty. So, but anyway, Melody's over there baking. We love our batches. One thing I do, which probably a lot of you do, is I make this very simple dough out of shortbread and I just shared it with our clerk at the grocery store. That sounds very seven. However, I have to admit, I am very five. And she seeks me out and she's like chasing me in the store saying, I want to give you recipes and share recipes. That's so sweet. I love that. Me too. And I have had to really come out of my self-preserving subtype and be like, this is fun. Like this woman really wants to exchange recipes with my nine and I, because what happens is she always sees my nine and I buying recipes for my nine. And then she's like, what are you guys making? So that made her save in her, in her apron yesterday, she had all these recipes saved for us. And I hadn't been in there since Thanksgiving. And she's like, I've been saving these recipes every day. So we're sharing with her. And one of them I shared with her was the three ingredient shortbread and using Kerrygold butter helps a lot too, but it's just one cup of butter, one cup of sugar and one cup of flour. And you can dress that up and you can add things to it, but it makes, I mean, add some walnuts to it, add some jam, chocolate. I mean, anything you guys want peppermints on top. Like that's a simple recipe that can take you a long way. And honestly, some of the 12 actually end up being like four of them at least end up being made out of that. My favorite are thumbprint cookies. What are your absolute favorite? Yeah, we only make like five of them. Like, I don't know why we only get like a dozen out of the batch. Well, probably because you eat all the dough. I'm just kidding. That's me too. (laughs) It's just crazy. What's your favorite cookie? Okay, that's like the hardest question ever for me. Mm -hmm. I really like the meringues. We always try to make. Sometimes they fail, but I really like them, especially like peppermint or mocha flavor. Oh, and that's so four. I love that. They're beautiful. Also brownies. I love brownies. Those aren't cookies, but still, I love brownies. Yes, we'll have to make sure we do some brownies in there too. What's a 13th? Number eight is making homemade gifts. And by this time, our house is really messy because we've got a bunch of these homemade gifts and homemade cookies. So it's usually, you know, <laughs> quite a wreck, but it's really fun. And like the house always smells good because of the cookies. So we enjoy <laughs> making homemade gifts. My sister actually has been getting more into knitting, which I tried picking up when I was about 10. But uh, that that kind of failed. But she's picking it back up and I am trying to learn, but I'm not doing great uh but yeah yes and actually you're making me laugh because I noticed the other day when Melody did get her braces on you were feeling compassion like a four and then all of a sudden she's like Hannah made me this random square for me she said to put that did you tell her she could put it on her face I was like yeah just like hug it kind of and I was like I don't even know what this is really it's not big enough to be a pot holder or anything it just it's nothing I don't even know it wasn't even really knit it was finger knit so that that just shows my talent for 
yarn and knitting. <laughs> yes, but you're amazing at calligraphy and the beautiful placards you made for her at her and with an E birthday party were so beautiful. I'll have to show them this week, but oh, you really are so talented with the arts. So, and I know you're making something special for Christmas. But I'm not telling you, and you're I trying know, to find out, I know, but I'm not going to tell you. I know. It's she awful. You're horrid. I'm so mad. <laughs> I'm horrid. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> so Melody is doing the homemade gifts. Hannah's doing them. The house is a mess, and that's why I'm not taking clients for these few days because I'm embracing the mess. I'm yeah. living in the moment with you guys, and I'm allowing us to have our sticky floors for a few days and not to the point which it's going to drive my husband crazy being a one. I don't want him to feel dishonored. And I learned that when my sister Abby years ago, we would do this when I lived in Michigan. Every single year, we would do our Christmas baking. And now it's me and my girls. And Abby and I would make a huge wreck of the kitchen. And then her husband felt very frustrated. Oh, you know? yes. <laughs> so then it became Wes. So I've had to learn like, don't go cray cray. We have to have a cleanup person. Number nine is embrace time with God because we know that even if you're at church, it can be about pomp and circumstance without meaning to be. It can be, do I have my mask on? Did I say hello to my friend? Even if I just waved across the room or elbow fived, that's really, really taking time with God to take some gratitude to say thank you for this time of year. Thank you for the sweetness of knowing there's hope, not just joy, not just luck. Um, I'm thinking of Joy Luck Club, obviously, (laughs) that we just finished. But yes, but faith and hope and love and really thanking God for those things that are eternal values that come with us and go with us long after the Christmas lights are taken down. These are the things of God that I want you to celebrate. And remember, even if you and your spouse are having a fight or you're feeling like the world is unstable, take some time to say here and now, I thank you for what I do have. And I am so grateful to you, God, and thank you for your gift. And even if it's like God time for you this year isn't exactly that, but it's more I'm really coming to him with my needs and my worries and my angst. That's okay too, because he really is helpful to spend time with. That's why he's in us. As we're gifted with the Holy Spirit, we get that sense of, I am a spirit, not just a body. Yes, I really love that. And I love how you said that God time is different for everybody because I think that some people might enjoy spending time with him through maybe gift giving is their love language, um, that they really feel close to him through that or dancing like me or journaling or singing or um, just anything that is your favorite thing. Use that to worship and give the glory to him. And I really love doing that, especially in the Christmas season. I love that I got to watch you dance this Christmas season and just to really share your heart for the Lord. I love how you said you always worship when you dance. And I hope to share this week on IG some of your beautiful emotional dancing that I thought was a great idea that your teacher had you do this week instead of the traditional last Christmas fun George Michael song. Yeah. Uh, you guys went deep. Can you yeah. tell us a little bit about how you guys experienced God or went deep with that emotional song? Yeah, so basically we had written down on papers three negative things that we saw in ourselves and something that we all struggled with. And then we had other people write down three things that they saw that they loved about our personalities or loved in our character. And so then we got to form our own dances um, using those words and then we got to perform them. And it was really beautiful and an emotional time. And I really enjoyed doing something like that. I'm so glad. And I really took something different even than what you said when you told me what you were showing in the dance. And 
I think we can really embrace the arts here too in this time with God because when she was doing that emotional dance, I was thinking about these depths of my heart and the issues that I was struggling with God and it was allowing me to, as a thought person, to get close to God in a way that I don't normally allow myself to. And I think as a four, that's your tendency anyways to help me to do that. But but that's your gift to the world as you help us all to do that, you artists up out there and up there. So thank you for sharing. And I'm glad you got something mm-hmm. from it too. And that you felt like you were able to hear from others, which I know is important for heart people to hear like, what do you see in me that I don't see in me? Yes, I love that. I always think that the audience and the artist both might be feeling different things, but um, through whatever piece they made or crafted, I think that it's so important to just realize that not everybody will be feeling the same thing as you when you are dancing or singing or giving, but they, as long as they are feeling something, as long as they're feeling loved and appreciated and seen, I think that's the most important thing. That's beautiful. And I think that one of the other big things is our last thing, and that is embracing your family love languages because it really could go by without you really stopping to consider what your spouse wants and you could be very hurt. I had a couple this week who were expressing those hurts and it's easy to do where you say, I gave you all this and I didn't feel like you appreciated it and I do this wonderful Mm. performance for you as maybe I'm your parent or your spouse and you're not appreciating it. But what you really need to remember is everyone has a different way of experiencing the world and so paying attention to what your family says they really feel feel good about it's like them saying to you this is how I get mental health is when you do this for me and that's a good way for you to think about it it's not them just being selfish it's them saying I feel mentally healthy when we spend quality time together or I feel mentally healthy when we take time out for just the two of us to be physical whatever it is make sure that you embrace what they're requesting even if it's for just 15 minutes because it's a busy day Yeah, I really agree with that. And I think you're totally right that it is going to be different for everybody in your family, but you need to make sure that everybody feels seen and that they get their time, even if it's for a short amount of time, like you said, that they get to have that happen this Christmas time and that you can just make everybody feel loved in their own special love language. Yeah, that's I'm looking forward to that because I haven't done the best job of that this month. I've been a little bit busier and my son was giving me a weary eye when I went for another workout yesterday. Oh, you love your workouts. (laughs) He was like, again, and I'm like, well, the first one was only 10 minutes and this one's only going to be 10 minutes. And then I was like, do you want us? Why did you want to spend time with me? And he was like. I mean, not really, but like, yeah, that too. So it was like he was being vulnerable with me and I'm like, okay, I need to slow down and just be with him, which is so admittedly tough. So it's okay to know your own struggles, but give yourself grace. We're all somewhat beginners. Nobody's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I really love that. And that really goes well with you love everyone in your family the same, but some of them connect with you easier than others. So don't forget to be intentional and it'll be worth it to find that nugget of gold when you do find a way to connect, whether it be through playing checkers or maybe me when my brother comes in really trying to play chess. I'm not too good at chess, but my siblings are they're actually very good yeah they're both my uncle's like obsessed with chess (laughs) (laughs) yes he's like I'm ready for Danny Jones our friend Anne Marie was on earlier this season and he's like I want to play her husband because they both have like close to chess master status so yeah those people probably won't ask us to connect in that way but they will ask us to connect in other ways and we need to be ready for that yeah 
I think you're totally right that some people aren't as easy to love, but then again, those are the people who you should be seeking to love and those are the people who need it most. Mm, Yes. So let's love others, whether they're easy to or not. Let's love ourselves, whether we're in that moment where we're easy to love or not. And then with your spouse, make sure you don't forget them. Obviously, your kids, you're not going to forget them. But I hope you guys have such a wonderful Christmas. I'm so happy you were able to be with me today, Hannah. Me too. Happy holidays, you guys. Thanks for having me on. You're welcome, babe. And I hope you guys have a blessed day. I will talk to you soon after Christmas. I have a fun episode for us for the new year. So looking forward to that. Take care, guys.